and welcome to Dungeons of Ramjack, the inescapable. Oh, hey, everyone. Fancy seeing you here. Uh, my name is Alex. Uh, the other guy on the podcast is Brad. It is. Hello, citizens. Hello. Hi. Well, welcome to a new episode of Ramjack. It's, it's been a while, Brad. We, we skipped a week. We did. Took a week off. Things got a little crazy over here. Uh, Luna, my tiny little puppy, was spayed. And she came through it all right. She was a little more groggy than some of the other pets that have gone uh, and gotten either spayed or neutered. But um, other than that, she she was down for uh, three or four days and then started to perk up. Now she's almost normal. It's just that her wounds are fixing themselves. But other than that, so it made things a little bit hectic uh, around here with two kids, a dog, and two cats. Sure. So we had to take a little break. We had to pause. Had to take, take a break for that cone life. It's so... We, we started with the cone, and we've stuck with the cone, but we did buy her a little pink onesie that gives her some reprieve from the cone, but she doesn't know how the onesie... She I, I don't know if it makes her too cozy. She will um, relieve herself in the onesie with no warning and not act like she has to go, ah. and then she'll just look at us like, what's happening? And we're not sure why, because all other indications, she's she's a pretty good pup. She'll kind of like bark or like get our attention, and we know, oh, okay, you probably need to go to the bathroom. But in the onesie, she just stays and looks at us with the most pitiful big blue eyes. You're just like, oh no, what happened? You guys are making me wear this shake. fucking diaper, and I'm using it. And it's weird. <laughs> Well, it's not a diaper. It's like a bodysuit. Like, she is more free in it. She can go up and down the stairs, unlike the cone, where she cannot take the stairs up. She can go downstairs, but not upstairs in the cone. But I, I, I think she actually likes the cone better than the onesie overall, mm. probably because of the traumatic potty experiences. But Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, so don't, like, I don't like wearing a full-body diaper. Why am I wearing a full-body <laughs> diaper? It's weird. That's, that's, not, that's not the idea. Oh, uh-huh. We we did get her a sweater that fits her that isn't a full body. It's a half body sweater, and she looks absolutely adorable in it. Amazing. I need lots of photos. We haven't. Well, she's been doing the onesie and the cone. So once we're done with that, which I guess is Monday, next Monday is when everything should be to where she can go back to normal. Yeah, we're going to get her back in that sweater because it's just super cute. Nice. But yeah, what, what's been going on with you, friend? It's been a while. It has. It has. Um, Alex, over the weekend, I, I took a little drive. Oh, really? Yeah, um, because I'm slowly going insane. Um, oh. And I was like, let's get out of this room for once. Um, drive around for a while. So I did. I drove around for a couple hours. Um, just, a, I, just to touch base on this, you, you're you only feeling like you're going crazy because of quarantine and you're staying in your house a lot, right? There's yeah. no other things you want to tell? Okay, good. I just mean, there's, sure. also, there's also the fucking weather um, because True. Florida's stupid. Everyone else on the planet has snow. Like, literally everyone I know has posted some kind of photo of snow. And, like, I stepped outside to get the mail yesterday and it was hot. It was hot. It was in the high 80s. Ooh. But Ooh. the sun was beating down and it felt hot. That is unfortunate. Yeah. And in February, I'm yeah. so sorry, friend. It's February, like this is makes bullshit. sense. Like though. I'm, I am, I'm not okay with this weather. I need, yeah, so you're, <laughs> I need winter. <laughs> you're teetering on the edge of insanity. I feel you. So you had to uh, take a drive. You yeah. drove. So I, I got out, uh, went for a drive. Um, now, Alex, I know that I'm in Florida, which is a dumb place, and Ron DeSantis is our governor, mm-hmm. and all kinds of dumb shits happening. But there is a global pandemic. Am I correct? You are correct. There is a global pandemic due to the coronavirus. No. Uh, we are 
Well, go ahead. I was going to say there's other things to be worried about, like uh, global warming is starting to kick off in a serious way. But um, right, right, right. But at the moment, I'm con- concerned that I thought maybe that I I had been mistaken and there wasn't a global pandemic. Hmm. Uh, because when I was out driving, I passed an establishment that I was shocked is still existing in the hmm. year 2021. And that's fucking a golden corral. I drove past a Golden Corral. Now, you might think to yourself, well, of course, like, they probably haven't had a chance to, like, replace the sign for whatever that building is now. (laughs) Alex, I am talking about a Golden Corral with a full parking lot. No, impossible. Full, full. Gross. Like, if someone was like, I'd like to go to Golden Corral today, they couldn't because there was nowhere left to park. So that means there are lots of adults inside. Even if all of them are doing the best they can to wear their masks and also social distance, it's a buffet style, and that's not cool. You can't do that. You, no, not so during you pandemic can't, you can't times. can't be inside a restaurant. Why are you inside a restaurant? Why are you in a buffet restaurant? Like, I, oh, there's so much disease just happening in that place. You yeah. know it. It's just festering. Oh yeah. All these people yeah. close together. Oh. Going for seconds, thirds, fourths, no masks, greasy hands, barefoot. uh, (laughs) It's insane. It's the most insane thing. Like, I I was taken aback. Because I'm like, how, how is, first of all, how is this business still existing in this year? And then I see, oh, because it has a full parking lot. That is weird. Maybe a lot of people will know, because Florida hasn't really done anything to, um, curb the spread of coronavirus. No, no. There is no explosion of, oh, they finally lifted some sort of state regulation. Now we can all go out and eat. No, we barely had any regulations at all at any point in time. This was just... This was just a normal day, normal... Was it, like, in the evening? Was it lunchtime? It was a Sunday evening. Okay. Because if you just said, like, a Sunday afternoon or, like, a, like a Wednesday afternoon, I would have been more depressed because that means people are just in mass at Golden Corral at all times. Oh. Sunday afternoon, though. No. Or evening. Ah. Friend, I'm sorry you had to witness that. It was very upsetting. Didn't like it. I was trying in my mind to think of outdated establishments that shouldn't exist. And I was thinking, did he pass like a blockbuster? And it was full of people. Also scary because of COVID times. But I forgot Golden Corral existed. Mm, Yeah. I think the last time I was at that restaurant was with you and was it Derek? A long time ago? Like this would have been in college when I first moved up here or visited. And I had never been to a Golden Corral. Wow. Never went back. I mean, no, it, there's there's really no need. I mean, I I mean, I'm fascinated by a Golden Corral just from like a freak show aspect. Like, oh I, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, I would, totally. Like, I would probably hit a Golden Corral a few times a year just to like you know take notes and like watch people because it's fun. Uh, but <laughs> it's certainly not any place I would choose to go. Like. No. For no. the purpose of getting food and staying no. healthy. No. I like phrasing it like that. Not to stop from getting sick or prevent myself from getting a virus. To stay healthy. No. That is a positive way to put that whole, hey, don't go out and spread coronavirus, you idiot. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Shocking. It was shocking. I was... Also, I realized that this was like the first time I had actually driven on I-4 in months. It was wild. 
So that'll that'll do it to you too. Interstate yeah. driving. I mean, it wasn't. I wasn't around the interstate for very long, but it was still. It's like I, as I was on, I was like, oh wow, I haven't actually been on the interstate in months because I haven't gone anywhere. I mean, we still drive around. I mean, obviously for the kids and getting groceries and stuff. But if we don't have to, we don't get on the interstate, and it is always jarring. Oh wait a minute. Oh yeah, this is a okay. <laughs> We're doing this. I do know there's. I I've never been more scared in my life, and I've said this on the podcast before, than driving on the interstate with you when I visited you in Florida. And I've driven on some crazy roads, friend. Yeah, I yeah I for well I for especially heading out towards like the theme parks is like I mean all those fucking tourists that don't know what they're doing is bad. It's real bad. You got to be super cautious. Wow. Yeah. Did you, when you say you went driving, you just went to just take in the after, the evening, you just drove for like an hour just around town? Mm-hmm. Or did you have a destination? So you didn't have a destination, it was just no, driving I, around, I, mean, I picked up dinner while out. I was out, but I, you know, really, it was just, I just had to get the fuck out. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Just drive around. I'm trying to think of other things that have happened. Valentine's Day happened since our stead, I think. Uh, I will say that Vera, my tiny daughter, has discovered a a Disney Channel cartoon from a long time ago. Have you ever heard of Kim Possible? I think I've heard of it. I don't, but I'm not. Wonderful theme song. The cartoon is what I mean, it was well past our time when we were kids. I know of it just because of, uh, I guess, random knowledge I have of Disney stuff. But it's about a secret agent girl, and she has this friend, and there's like this naked mole rat as their pet, and it's basically she is a secret agent child who also has to deal with the rigors of school. Vera loves it, and she loves to pretend to be Kim Possible, and it's great for her because she gets to go between those two worlds. She's like, Daddy, I want to be I want to be Spy Kim today. Can we be Spy Kim? And I have to be everyone. Like, I am the whole cast of people when we uh, pretend. So she's Kim, and I'm Ron, which is her sidekick. I'm also the bad guys, like Drac and Shigo. It's names like Shigo that make you think, oh, okay, th- th- somehow this, like, in the same spirit of He-Man, we're just making up names, <laughs> a girl that goes, okay, so Shigo, um, but I'm always the bad guys, and I'm coming up with these capers that she has to do, Wade is the person who calls her, but, um, but she'll go from being a spy to, oh, goodness, okay, I just saved the world again, but now I gotta go to the talent show at school, can I perform and win? Of course she wins every time, because she's the person playing it, but Thanks. it's awesome to kind of have her go between between those two things and being like okay yeah this is this is fine i can be an action superhero and then also you know kick back with my friends at school <laughs> dad is everyone and that's okay um but one of the things she did that kind of scared me a little bit was when we obviously when she's a spy we play act and we fight so like we'll do fake karate chops i'll pretend to like punch at her and she'll like block my punches and then grab my fist and like throw me back and she'll like run up and kick. it's all like we're doing basically kind of stage combat without her really knowing we're just kind of so the other day um i was we were in her room and we were sitting on her bed and we were doing it so i was like level with her like my head was the same because i'm sitting down and she's standing up and we're level so she's fighting shigo i'm shigo and she does something that she doesn't normally do. She kind of, she she was uh, Kim. She kind of looked at me with her eyes squinted and she shifted her weight. And then she looked at the wall and then looked at me and then she ran. And not too unlike Black Widow, uh, used the wall <laughs> to jump and kick up. And she wrapped her body around my head, like around my shoulders. You know the Black Widow move Whoa. from Marvel? <laughs> and I was like, holy... <laughs> 
she grabs it, but instead of like throwing me over like Black Widow would do, she just grabs my head and like curls up in a ball around it and takes her fist and starts hitting me on the top of the head going, bam, 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 gotcha, Shigo. And I start laughing and obviously I collapse because the little kid can't do this to you for very long, even if she doesn't weigh anything. And I say, and I stop play for a minute, I'm like, time out, Vera, that was awesome. She goes, really? I said, Vera, where did you think about it? Like, how did you do that? She's like, I don't know. I just thought it'd be something Ken would do. Was not prepared for, for that kind of acrobatics and in intense Wild. play. She's, so I guess she's, she's going to snap something. your neck like before she's six. I mean, it it was it was... It was eye-opening. Joey never did stuff like that when he was her age. We would lightsaber play and play with nerf darts, but, um, and Joey would play, we'll say, rough. Like, he never learned how to pull his punches as a kid, and Vera knows how to do that. But he never did crazy acrobatics like that. Was not prepared. So that's wow. fun. We've been playing, we've, we've been getting more and more into pretend, and she's starting to, like, do other characters, and sometimes she'll say, Dad, okay, actually, right now I'm Kim, but I want you to be Kim for a second, and pick up right where I left off, and every time she's giving me these directions, to show that she's no longer playing Kim, she'll put her hand up to her mouth, like she's kind of talking to me from the side of it, hey, Dad, okay, and this time we're going to trade places, you're going to be me, and then I'm actually going to be Shigo for a minute, because I want to be a bad guy for a second, okay? It's, it's great. Nice. It's pretty fun. So that's been, that's been cool. I would say other kid-related tale is Joey has done a deep dive into Star Wars, Legends of Zelda, and memes. Um, and that's about all I'll say about that, other than it's it's interesting for him to just come up in the morning. What do you want for breakfast, Joey? I don't know. What do we got? Uh, you know, uh, we got the usual. Uh, would you like some, like, cereal? Sure. Hey, Alex, what are your top five Zelda enemies off the top of your head? Right from the go. Give me cereal. Also, probe your mind for your video game knowledge. What are your top? What do you think of your top five? Mm. It's, it's we're in that phase. Wow. Really deep Star Wars cuts. Kids tr like definitely probing my my nerd memory of these things from childhood. Um, but yeah, what else is going on with you, friend? What 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 else is these last two weeks? You've been driving. You've been uh, beating back the heat. Fighting the heat. Um, slowly dying. Um, uh, started a Highlander podcast. I, I know this. I hope everyone listening to the show has downloaded the, at least the first episode or second yeah, episode at this point. I don't know what's out. coming it's, out. Uh, the little, uh, teaser. Oh, we did like a little 20 minutes. Um, we watched the, the trailer for the first movie. Um, that's out. Um, by the time this is out, the first episode may be out with the first movie. Uh, but check out, uh, Not Quite Scottish, uh, Not Quite Scottish Imports. It's going to be a good time. We're going to do all the movies and the TV series and maybe the other TV series. So, But not the cartoon. But not the cartoon. Because I can't. It'll. It's not good for me. Yeah, you can't do that. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's probably not. Also, it's probably not good. Period. For anyone. So there's that. Um, That's a good time. So check that out. Um, Yeah. That's, that's what I've done. I, I cannot wait for this podcast. Um, it inspired me. I talked about to Brad about this on the show before we started. Um, it inspired me to go ahead and watch part of the first episode of the first season. And I... Wow. It dawned on me I had never really watched a lot of Highlander. Like, I know about it. Wow. We talked about that on the show before when we watched Highlander 2. We, yeah. Uh, or we talked about it. I say we watched. It felt like I was there, Brad, or I've seen it because of all the way that you described it. And then the way I cut things together for the, I guess, the YouTube video for that. I saw a lot of screenshots and I watched a few things. Um, I I wonder if they're ever going to do a reboot of Hi Highlander seems like primed to do a reboot. I feel like I saw that they've been trying to do one for a while, but you know. 
Is it just, you think it's just like the sword aspect of it? People think it's, because we have all the CW shows that have to do with like super normal things. Like the, what is it? Like the vampire stuff. Vampires are immortals. Is it just because it's a weird type of immortal that's like, all right, there's, well, I guess you don't have to get into like the, the they're aliens or they're not aliens or they're from the spirit world or not, but they use swords to like behead each other. It's a little bit more approachable if it's vampires or something or they're immortal, I guess, maybe. I don't is know. Is it? Well, I guess I don't have to carry a sword around and have some elaborate ritual where someone might break into my house at night, but it's not them that's the immortal, it's the immortal that's in my skylight that's breaking through, and then it's not that immortal, it's the other immortal that's my friend, and I, we have I to, think... like, fight one-on-one. I think I know. I think I think it's a. I think immortal, just like somebody that doesn't die, is a little bit more of an ask than vampire. That's an extra step. I'm just saying that people watch shows about creatures that live a long time and supernatural stuff. Where why is there room for vampires and not for Highlander? But there's plenty of room for Highlander. They, well, then why like, haven't they done it? The Brad? first movie came out in '86, and like they kept making TV shows and movies on like through like the early 2000s. <laughs> And it is 2021. Early 2000s is before 2010. It's been too long. I I feel like you gotta have a reasonable cooling off period before you before you restart. I mean, I I can agree with that. I I'm just curious I, why it hasn't happened yet. Well, there's but again, as I said, they've been trying to like get one off the ground for a while. But like you know, Hollywood takes a while to do shit. And then there was a a pandemic. So cool. I guess we'll see. I hope that like the CW picks it up as opposed to like a uh, sci-fi channel or some other. Well, I think they're trying to do a movie. That works too. Yeah. So we'll see. Brad, um, recently Disney Plus has added the entirety of the Muppet Show. Yes, I'm. I'm looking forward to dipping in on that. There are some exceptions. There are two episodes that they just cut out completely, and there are a few episodes that are still unedited, but they run with a, hey, guys, this was a different time, and you're going to hear some jokes and see some things that definitely aren't, I would say, um, not for our our current (laughs) sensibilities towards certain things. Just be aware. Just be aware, um, as opposed to just completely cutting them. Have you seen the uh, absolutely insanity that Fox News has gone on about this? Apparently they have dived into, I don't remember the Muppets ever being bad. Why put a warning on this? Because it's from the glossing 70s. Over th- like, motherfuckers, like, what are you talking about? Like, Also glossing over the fact that it's not every episode. It's literally a handful of them that have yeah. this warning. Um, it's like cancel culture bull- bullshit. And the two that they cut, I think it was because one of the guest stars or someone on it ended up being a pedophile. And it's a little weird in the context of how they are in the show. And they're like, you know what? We're just not going to, we're just going to cut this out. Which I'm sense. like, cool, fine, totally. Why not? That makes sense. Thank you, Disney, for doing that. No, not thank you. I, no, just give me the episode. Like, but I understand why, but I'm not going to thank them because No. <laughs> All this to say that this has unearthed a lot of Jim Henson stuff in general. There's been a resurgence of, oh, the Muppets are back on? What other things that could be? Out of the woodwork, people are grabbing all kinds of stuff. The old stuff they did on SNL, which I guess was some sort of weird, like, precursor almost to, like, the Dark Crystal and Fraggle Rock and oh, yeah. the Muppet Show. It was, like, the very uh, first season of SNL. Like, that was a regular bit. Oh, yeah. And apparently it just never really landed. I've only seen like a few of those scenes. I think I've only seen one and it, I was like, this is weird. <laughs> I didn't think it was good or. Because it's I just not thought, this comedy is weird. really as much as it's just like, because like that original like first season of SNL, it's like, it's more like a variety show than anything. I apparently from what I've read about it, um, 
Jim Henson didn't really have much say in what the script was for the puppets. Like, he came up with the concept and the ideas, but then, like, the writers of SNL were the ones that were responsible for, like, giving him material for it. And they just didn't know how to write for puppets or anything. I I guess, obviously, because they were trying to do a a weird variety show model that didn't really stick. Didn't stay around longer. But something else is something a bit older, and that is the uh, Wilkins Coffee commercials, Mm -hmm. which I had completely forgotten about, but are... Great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're great. They ran from 1957 to 1961, Wilkins Coffee, and it's a guy that kind of looks like a Kermit-ish. I think he's actually orange, but it's black and white, so you never really see his color. And I guess the only reason we know of the color is there's a way for you to send in for these puppets. Wilkins eventually partners with some sort of toy manufacturer or something. It's like, hey, kids, get your parents to send in their Wilkins Coffee cans. And you could get puppets. And we find out that uh, the Wonkins, which is the other puppet, and this orange guy, I don't think it's Will, I don't know his name, are orange and blue. But it's just a series of very morbid shorts. They're about eight seconds long, where this guy's like, hey, dude, you want some Wilkins coffee? And Wonkin says, nope. And then he's either uh, shocked in an electric tear to death, and someone laughs about it, or his throat gets cut in a barbershop, like Sweeney Todd. There's just a whole range. Of, at one point, he just gets shot. Now, granted, it's puppets, and it's fun, and uh, but it is it is interesting, oh, <laughs> given yeah. it's 2021. That's great. Just how the links of violence that these were that, yeah, in 57, 61, people loved it. So much so that I guess other brands copied them and came up with their own kind of, like, puppets that did extreme stuff, but obviously people knew what was up. Wilkins was the OG. Um, eventually, they also did a similar commercial uh, with a dog with Perina Dog Chow. Same Muppets, but this is like when Rolf comes into the effect, and they try to do some that are cute, but they also end up doing some that are very um, over-the-top violent, where this one dog just tries to push asparagus on people, where Rolf is like, hey, it's dog chow. Why the hell are you eating asparagus, you stupid dog? It's like, well, dog, asparagus is good. And at the end of the commercial, they basically, like, axe the dog that wants asparagus because it says, hey, if you can't find Perina, how about a nice, healthy stick of asparagus? And, of course, they kill him. But then, in this, in the same sense of that, people were also unearthing other things that were similar. There were some Flintstones commercials back in the day for, uh, uh what did this, it was for a cigarette, oh, Winston Cigarette Company. Which is amazing because it's Fred and Barney and they are just loafing around. Their wives are doing all the housework, outside doing stuff, and they're just like, what do you want to do? Let's go smoke in the backyard. <laughs> Leave the work to the women, guys. Let's go smoke a Winston's. And they're just chilling in the backyard. And eventually the their wives stop and are like, what the fuck are you doing? And I think they end up having a cigarette after they're done with the work. But it really says a lot that Fred and Barney just don't do anything except smoke and let other people do their work. Um, that's what I got. I Because of this, I did not remember the Wilkins, so I thought I'd bring it back up on the show. Um, interesting time. Different times. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Got I gotta dip on on those uh, on the Muppet shows on uh, Disney Plus. I I'm very excited. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know though. I like I, I haven't seen any um, articles if there's any like hidden messages inside uh, the uh, the Muppet <laughs> show. Alex, I sent you a screenshot last week of like the. I mean, I hate the internet. It's a stupid place. It's very bad. Um, filled with bad things. Um, <laughs> I mean, it does good too, but it does I, do a lot of bad. A lot of bad, a lot of bad, mostly bad. It enables a lot of bad. Mostly bad things, mostly mostly not good things. Um, 
I I just saw this fucking headline of a fucking article. One division fan finds secret X-Men message hidden in clocks. <laughs> like, I listen, WandaVision, great show. Wonderful show. Um, yeah. If anyone's not watching, you need to be watching it. Um, the end of the um, episode 7 was absolutely fucking delightful, and that's all I'll say. Um, but I absolutely loved it, and it was wonderful. Um, but, like, and I don't know if it's just because, I, I like, the internet knows that I have Disney Plus and I'm watching this show or what. But, like, I feel like, because there's usually, like, a lot of, like, stupid-ass like Marvel Easter egg articles that are the bane of my existence that pop up here and there. And I never look at these things because I could not possibly stand it. I feel like glancing at them once would murder me. Um, they, <laughs> if you, so you sent me the article, it's from, I think it's like comicbook.com or comicbooks.com. Sure. They're, they're, they're two websites that are very similar and it, Never go to them, friend. No. Because if this triggered you, their whole game is, we're going to write an article about something that everyone has written stuff about, but we're going to find something random about it or also give our opinions. Basically, they're writing fan fiction in an article. Yeah. So of it course. does not surprise me when you sent it to me um, that someone tried to find or put... A secret message in <laughs> clocks. In clocks. Of course, In the Times. In the Times. I haven't read this article. Again, cannot. Of course not. If I looked at it, my, I would turn to stone it's a medusa i can't do it but like the idea that this article exists again these people need to be rounded up and stopped by any means necessary <laughs> i am openly advocating for any means necessary to stop these people I, so a lot of Marvel stuff does kind of have, we'll say, uh, foreshadowing in it. They hide a lot of stuff. And WandaVision is- No, 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 they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. (laughs) Nothing in Marvel is hidden. Like, they're all, like, if you're unaware, then you're able to breeze through without it. Everyone else, it is wildly obvious (laughs) 98.9% of the time. Okay, so when I say hidden, I say in the same stuff that's like, it is, you're right, it's not obvious. I, I Maybe it's a semantics at that point. I Hidden to the most of people, I would say, because there's a lot of deep dives in WandaVision that you would not know unless you just read comic books or knew about comic books. But if we don't want to use the word hidden, we will say, that's why I use foreshadowing. There's a lot of stuff that they foreshadow, little things that, again, if you did not have an encyclopedic knowledge of comic books, you wouldn't know. Even if you were like a huge Marvel Cinematic fan, you probably wouldn't understand this because it's drawn from source material, and at this point, Wanda us like uh, uh, Scarlet Witch material, which is, I would say, pretty deep for even, like, super comic book fans. Like, a lot of people don't dive into the really old stuff when she was first, uh, with, like, when her and Vision first got together, and even after that. Like, that's, uh, that's a stretch for a lot of people to, like, know. Um, but is it, are they hiding messages in clocks? Are they hiding? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. Are they hiding a message about the X-Men in clocks? Um, let me answer that for you. No, they're not. Of course not. What of course message not. are they hiding? First of all, what message are they hiding in a clock? What could they possibly hide? Okay, here's I, I here's a guess. If you look at all the numbers on the clocks, maybe it's fu- a fucking issue of X-Men that, um, like, Scarlet Witch was in. That's not, first of all, not a message. It's not even a, that's not even a secret message. That's, you looked at numbers, and those numbers were something. Cool. Who cares? Who cares? 
Like, what's the cipher for this? There's like, no, I'm trying to think of what nothing, the article would go with. There is nothing useful or interesting that could possibly be a message about X-Men from Clocks. I will, listen, if we see the, if the last episode comes out and it turns out, oh, wow, if you actually had looked at all these clocks throughout the show, <laughs> uh, you would have gotten a secret, uh, like uh, a fucking uh, Christmas story decoder message about drinking Ovaltine and, with the X-Men. Okay, maybe you got something. It's still not useful or interesting. Like, fuck off, everybody. Like, get a real job. Patrick Stewart. Uh, as Charles Xavier comes out at the very end, it's like a post-credit scene. Oh, hello! <laughs> For those of you who looked at the clocks, you aren't crazy. Let us go back and see, and it's him. Like, ba 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 ba. See the time here? It turns out if you take I, like, every, I, if you look at every, know. if you look at every clock and you take the numbers, you write them down. It's actually a binary code that when you type it all out, uh, you get to watch the trailer to an, a new uh, Disney Marvel X Men movie. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. If it's that's, anything that's a, it's, less it's, it's than a that, ten-second trailer. It's a there teaser. There is no secret message hidden in clocks about the X-Men. Would it like? <sighs> is it just the time? Like we see the time is seven here, and then the next time it's like six, and the sequence of numbers that are repeated have some sort of special significance to a character. It's like what? How could they? Why would what you do could that? Possibly. Like, I, I, wait, hold on. I got, okay, I, I'm not looking at the article, but what I'm going to do is I am going to Google X-Men, comma, special clocks, numbers. comma, WandaVision, and I just want to see how many fucking things I get. Oh, God. WandaVision Easter egg reveals a mind-blowing X-Men, uh, something or other. WandaVision X-Men secret message clock theory explained. WandaVision fan finds secret X-Men message. That's the one I saw earlier. Uh, another website, MCU fan spots see- These are all people just talking about the same thing. Oh, like, yeah. And this is not an Easter egg. I promise you, this is not an Easter egg. Ugh. Did WandaVision just introduce the X-Men? No. No. Another article. Uh, call me crazy, but I think there's a hidden message. There's not. There's not. There's not. Oh, God. Like, so many... Oh, this last one's Reddit. Let's see. Let's see. Call me crazy. Let's see. Okay, let's get in oh there. Oh, my let's goodness. See. Let's see what we're looking this at. This is insane. Oh, God. Do you want me to tell you what it is? I'm looking at it right now. So, apparently, it is... What is this? It's 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 how... Semaphore? It's the, yeah. Com com communicating via flags and flag position. Apparently... <laughs> A lot of different things spell the word X-Men. It's literally just the word X-Men. Guys, um, secret Easter egg. Have they introduced the X-Men? No, dumbass. You looked at clocks. It's literally, they spell the word X-Men. That's, that's a secret, that's not a secret message. That's not an Easter egg. That's not a clue. That's absolutely fucking nothing. This is the stupid, okay, I, I knew this was fucking stupid. I didn't know it was this stupid. I don't, so... If you this look is the at dumbest one... thing I've ever seen on the internet. <laughs> and guys, spoiler alert, I got a real contender coming up later in this episode for the dumbest thing on the internet. <laughs> but this this may take the cake, which is shocking so when you the, hear this other thing. The three letters, X, E, and N, are all on the same clock interface at the same time. It's the different uh, hands of the different of the three different kind of clock faces on it spell apparently X E and N, but you have to look at the wristwatch in I so, think this is episode two, and that's got the M. So now, why does this also assume that there's absolutely no other clock scene in the episode? I would hope because if we're just leaving out some clocks, so we can spell X Men as a secret code, 
I want to go back and see if there's more clocks. Surely there are more clocks. This is... Maybe not with prominently faces, but sh maybe. I don't know. Uh, guys, oh, if anyone hasn't finished watching WandaVision, I hope we didn't spoil anything for you. I hope we didn't spoil any of the secret Easter eggs. Now, when you get to the final episode and uh, Patrick Stewart comes out as Charles Xavier, now it's going to be ruined. <laughs> oh, no. Now you know the secret. I, I will say in a similar, well, not in a similar vein, because I would say that there's at least more fun to be had in this article. I did find an article just randomly in my feed of Star Trek pets ranked worst to best. And I thought, all right, I'll bite. And there was, there's a range of pets from Star Trek that I didn't even know existed and was like, okay, I guess that was a pet. And that was at least fun for a moment that I looked at. I was like, all right, this is kind of cool, I guess, for what it is. I mean, you do get, and then you, I moved on with my life. You get to see life. a picture of Scott Bakula with that beagle, which is definitely number one. Um, it was up there. It's in the top five for sure. Super cute beagle. It beat out trouble, uh, Tribbles. It beat out Picard's dog, number one. And um, it beat out a whole bunch of other, I would say, pets. Yeah. And it beat out Grudge, the, the pet. Um, yeah, of course. Oh, it, it, uh, yeah, the beagle is number two. Beaten hell? only by uh, Spot the Cat. Trash. Trash cat. I think Spot's not a trash cat. Garbage cat. Garbage creature. I think there's room at the top for both, and apparently these people do too. But but see, look, that's a fun thing of like, okay, I forgot pets existed here. If I'm going to look at some sort of random news, not even news, but some sort of like take on something that I've enjoyed that's fictional. All right, cool. No one agonized over hours to try to force um, semaphore uh, flag <sighs> communications off two clocks and found three letters on one clock and one letters on, a, on another clock that also don't make sense in sequence. Like, Oh yeah, you also have to rearrange them. <laughs> you have to rearrange them. You also have to be like, I got, what are these three letters? What are these four letters I'm getting out of these two different scenes? Huh. I, and like, if, if I'm drawing... <laughs> just the idea that not only did some dumbass post this on onto Reddit. I, this looks like it, where it starts. Um, all these other people wrote fucking articles based on it. Like, this is why the internet is bad. This is why these people are bad. They make money doing this useless shit. Filling up. Filling up their time and their lives and my fucking uh, internet, like, with this trash. Like, you could do anything with your life. This is what you're doing. You're you're copying down somebody's insane semaphore clock that spells X-Men, and you're publishing it so you can make three dollars. I, I Kill really yourself. wonder. Kill, take, a, take a knife and slit your goddamn wrist. Your life is a waste. I mean, the ad revenue from these places probably is way more than three dollars. Just the placement of people and like the instances that people had it. But you're right, it's a little weird. Like I to me, I'm like, this is such a stretch. Is there someone who runs or is like really into those escape rooms? Because how do you go to like flag language, top of your mind? And is there anything else in the episode that would even have you recognize? Like, is there another character in there doing something with flags? Because if not, There's how the fuck did you arrive at flags? Like, like, that's such a weird stretch. There is of... just such a cottage energy in, um, industry on the internet <laughs> of just like breaking down everything in a goddamn episode to find secret clues. And like, you motherfuckers, like, there's no secret clues. Like, these shows are made for babies. Like, they're very obvious. They're entertaining garbage, absolutely. But there's no, you're not getting any, you're, the work you're putting into this is not worthwhile. And you're bad people. 
I, you know, we have a uh, really de- overdeveloped, what well, we say overdeveloped when it's something that's silly, frontal lobes. Like we have the ability to just overthink everything as humans. Uh, and some people just go here with that. They, uh, they, they find, uh, they find pattern. Like, that's what we do. Like that's what our brains are for, finding patterns and things so that we, uh, for some reason that gives us an advantage evolution, uh, like in an evolution concept, it's, it's how, why we have games, but some people it just goes a little extreme and they find patterns where they don't exist. You but look elsewhere. Why are you I mean, looking yeah, there's all at, tons of other places. Why are you looking at a goddamn Disney plus Marvel TV show? You're talking. Uh, you're watching. Love- you're, you're 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 putting all your time into deciphering a TV show about a lady with magic powers and a robot. Like, grow the fuck up. <laughs> How do you think this played out? Do you think this person was just watching WandaVision and then like suddenly their eyes got big? Like, wait, whoa, 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 rewind that, rewind what? Well, first of all, first of all, they didn't say rewind that because they were alone. They were watching this alone because no one would possibly speak to this person in public. They, they they're not sharing a home with anyone. They have no one else in their life. All the more reason that they're talking to themselves to escape the concept of loneliness. But you're right. And even rewind is a word that I don't know if we uh, even exist with the media that we have. Just take it back for a second. Like, let's go. Let's pause it. Is there a secret here that I'm trying to find? What other, um, like in their scratch pad, where they're like counting pillows to see if there was like X-Men somewhere? Definitely. They're just... If there was... Frame by frame counting pillows. There's a, there's a notebook full of other things. But this is the only thing that kind of stuck that had legs. So the people like, well, all right. Like, this shit this has is to just be stopped. Stretch enough. This shit has to be stopped. I, I, I agree with you. I think I think it should be stopped too. You can you can spend that time doing other things. It literally anything else. Finding better patterns. Anything else. It's so bad. It's horrible. It's horrible. Um, I have a kind of random um, science story. Um. And I bring this to you, friend and listeners, because all of you guys know uh, Coke Zero all the way for me. That's my caffeine of choice. But other people love coffee. I've drink I've drank coffee in the past. I, I I could be addicted to caffeine. Like I drink it all the time. So there was a study done uh, recently at a university, and they were trying to see: All right, does caffeine like truly affect your ability to sleep? Or does it truly affect the quality of sleep that you get? Because apparently they were not satisfied with some studies we've done in the past. Let's get to the bottom of this. So they did a research study on it. They gave, uh, it was very small, which is the the weird, like, I guess the part of this is like, that's lame. You should at least do uh, hundreds of people and not a hand, like 20 people. But out of these 20 people, they gave 10 of them, they were all college students. They said, all right, college students, 10 of you, you cannot drink coffee. For the duration of this study, which to me would be instant dropout. I'm not. I'm not doing this study. You think I'm going to survive college without caffeine? Fuck you. I'm done. But these kids troopered through. The other kids were not only given caffeine, but given like more caffeine than normal. So you are hyped on caffeine, friend. They did the study, and they found out of these 20 individuals that caffeine does not necessarily truly affect your ability to go to sleep on caffeine or the quality of sleep you get with under the influence of caffeine like that whole myth may not have any merit granted this is a small pool but this is like we found nothing in our data sure but they did find something else that was weird and it had to do with the actual uh 
the gray matter in their heads because they did like brain scans like they tried to get down to like they did tons of like uh diagnostics on these people during the study um which i guess is one of the reasons they're like well we went a smaller sample size one because we had to but also because we were going to do all of these like mon like in-depth monitoring and they found out through a series i think these are cat scans that the people who um really were hyped up on caffeine the gray matter in their brains shrunk by a significant amount that it was visibly noticeable on the scans not like in small amounts their white matter was fine so the actual the connective tissue between their neurons but the neurons and the longer um i would say um connections to your body shrink and they're like well that's weird don't know why that's up but it this is something that's very visible here. Now, you might ask yourself the question, well, those college students that were told not to drink caffeine, surely these dummies were drinking caffeine. It's the, like, most popular drug on the fucking planet. These kids had drunk it before. Why did you not see the difference in gray matter shrinkage there? And apparently, if you abstain from coffee drinking after a certain period, your gray matter regenerates itself. But while you're on caffeine, there is a streamlining and shrinking of the gray matter in your head. And I guess the rest of your body is not just in your head, which was a weird thing they did not did not realize they would discover. So that's just out there for people who drink caffeine to know. But key takeaway, caffeine will not affect your sleep. No. It might shrink certain parts of your brain, but eh, is that really it can bounce back. So maybe it's OK to drink caffeine. You'll get to sleep and you'll sleep well. Um, Alex, I don't know if you saw, um, but uh, Joe Biden's opening up his very first child concentration camp of his administration. A brand oh, new child concentration camp. Is there a spin on this one that's different? Like we have to move them here to get them to where they need to go? Is this like a holding or is this truly... It's a child concentration camp. Uh, enough said. Nah. No other thing needs needed. Nah. Well, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's uh, it's the horrible. the least surprising thing ever. We should definitely have that stopped. Yeah, there should be no concentration camps. Definitely shouldn't be more concentration camps. But, uh, you know, Joe Biden, cool guy. It is not It is horrible that that gets lost. And I know a lot of shit's been going down in the last two years. A lot, a lot of times. But I, I, we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that there are concentration camps that need to be completely just disbanded immediately. Yeah. And I don't understand why we linger there. No, no, it's that cool, it's cool, it's cool. Should have been day Biden, one. Biden said he's gonna he's gonna stop a deportation for during his first 100 days while they sort this out. Um, then he changed his mind and said, well, not really though, um, because they're still deporting people. And then there was like a couple of days where they were trying to say, well, ICE has gone rogue uh, because the president said he shouldn't be deporting people. And then the White House was like, no, it's cool. So I don't know. Cool, 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 cool. Also, remember uh, in January when they, if uh, if they, the Democrats won the Senate, they were going to immediately send out those two thousand dollar checks. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they didn't. And then they said, actually, we meant fourteen hundred dollar checks. Um, and they'll be coming out soon. And by soon, it means we'll put, we'll have a vote in March. So. Brad. Well, for one, it's two thousand in total. You just didn't read the fine print oh, and the campaign promises. I just read promises. the part where <laughs> Donald Trump gave us $600 in December. So the $2,000 also includes that $600 that Trump gave us in December for some reason. Despite the fact you were promising $2,000 checks in January after the $600 already went out. 
So you say Trump, I, but it wasn't just Trump. It was all of it was all of our government. It was the Congress and Trump just signed it. But I guess he did kind of say like, "Hey, we got to give him some money." Yeah, his fucking name's on the text. His name's on them. The whole point was <laughs> I mean, to vote for us, you'll get a two thousand dollar check. Oh, sorry, we meant fourteen hundred dollar check. Oh, sorry, we also meant in March. It is. Fuck these I mean, motherfuckers. I, I, I do think it's weird that he put his name on the checks and the thing, because I, I remember when I got Who my check cares? for the first one. Who the it doesn't, fuck cares? It doesn't matter whose name's on anything. I don't give we a need d- the money. Put anybody's goddamn name on the check. People are fucking starving to death, freezing to death in Texas. These goddamn motherfuckers are more worried about Nira fucking... Fuck that cunt. The thing... I mean, all of this is stuff that we know at this point. Motherfuckers, day one should have been $2,000 checks... Everyone, and even if that isn't everyone. in your power, day one should have definitely been cancel all student loan. Just cancel all of that debt and yeah. immediately get rid of the concentration camps. Yeah. That was something easily within Biden's power to do day fucking he could one. Do all of it. Um, $15 minimum wage? Oh, well, yeah, we're gonna do $15 minimum wage. Actually, we're gonna do $15 minimum wage in five years, but we're gonna phase it in. Um, but actually, then now Biden's like, he's called all the governors, like, actually, we're not gonna do that. So, I don't know. What the fuck's the point of this useless old fuck? And it should be like what thirty dollars? I, I know it's supposed yeah. to be like twenty-seven something, but fuck that. Let's just take it, it to thirty. Twenty-five now, thirty, thirty in five years. That's, do thirty I'll, now. I'll fuck it all. Yeah, do thirty now. <laughs> like that would do so much to help people just off the bat. Not to say that they don't also need checks and backdated checks. I mean, at this point, we yeah. we know that people are genuinely like this is super hard times for a lot of people, and it, I mean it's just bombarded. The thing that's absolutely irate about. Texas, and we have relatives in Texas, we know people that live in Texas, and most of them were not affected by the storms recently because they have money. So they were in the parts that the uh, energy company decided not to turn off at all because those people have money. But the grid in Texas has failed before. They had a similar event happen literally like nine or ten years ago, and people were like, motherfuckers, you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta update your grid. Strongly consider joining like the the grids outside of Texas. Like you gotta modernize this shit. What's up? We'll get around to it. Never did, a, never did a fucking thing. Yeah. Also, the places that still have power, like there was all this shit where they're like fucking charging insane rates because they just jacked up the rates because uh, uh, supply and demand. You know, that's just a, that's listen. That's how the economy works. Supply and demand. People need, wanted a lot of energy, and uh, it was hard for us to produce it, so you got a $1,600 electric bill. The way I heard was that that also just really affected the poor people and not the rich people. Of course. And by that, I mean, like, I don't mean, like, super rich. I mean, as, uh, even, like, upper middle class, those people were fine with power. It's that the rolling blackout people are like, hey, you get your energy here, but it's going to be at a very high premium for the hour we can give it to you. Like, and let's roll it. Ev- but the like, people with power constantly, it's the same. You're fine. Like, everyone in Texas should, like, go to, like, the CEO and then work your way down, bring out a guillotine, and start chopping off those motherfuckers' heads. Like, every single head needs to roll until they fucking fix <laughs> fix the uh, fucking grid and uh, get um, pay those bills. I... It's depressing. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. And you can easily say the Texas people did this to themselves, no, but they didn't. No, you can't. No, you uh, can't they say were, that. Um, you can't say well, that because I, that's fucking insane. Because I mean, yes, at, I was about all, to say that that was crazy, yeah. but that's not true. That the corporation, th- there were people with money that tricked them into doing this. That, that, hey, we're strong Texans. We're independent, right? Fuck you and your federal regulations with the grids. We don't need that. Well, but Trust it's, it's us, also not tricks. It's, also, it's Most people don't vote. 
because the options suck. And if you're in Texas, your options also suck, like everywhere else. Like this last election, when the choice was between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and there's practically no difference. So we're fucked right now. Um, everyone's fucked. A lot of people aren't voting because the options suck. So yeah, you could choose, oh, I could, oh, I voted for the Republican. I guess shame on me. Or what, were you gonna vote for the Democrat? Let me tell you, if you vote for the Democrat in Texas, it wouldn't be different. Nothing will fundamentally fucking change. Those motherfuckers are the same. They would do the same shit. They're taking the same money from the same company. So it wouldn't matter. And fucking these assholes, like fucking Stephen King and all these fucking people that were like, oh, well, I guess Texas got what they deserved. Maybe they'll vote uh, Democrat in the future. Fuck those motherfuckers. Because it's not yeah, better. That's, because the Democrats aren't better. Because the Democrats are fucking trash. Joe Biden I mean, just opened another concentration camp. Never forget. I, I do... In the in the spirit like AOC going down there, not even her state, which again fuck all that bullshit anyway, and it's like you know what fuck this, we're gonna raise money for you people that are in need. So w I think at this point they've raised five million dollars, which is a drop in the fucking bucket, um, but still something compared to people doing absolutely fucking nothing or just handing out water bottles at a fucking rally. It's like do something to actually help people. Um, yeah. Also, we shouldn't be donating. We shouldn't have to donate money. Like, you shouldn't. That's yeah, what a government's for. Too. It's literally what a government's for. Like, this is what the government's for. Even, like, your most craven, dumbass libertarian that believes the government shouldn't be in charge of anything and that libraries are a terrible crime against humanity, those motherfuckers would be like, oh, well, the government's only there for, like, an emergency situation uh, when someone has to do something. Yeah, this is that time. This is the time. This is what a, This is literally what a government's for. It is... It is fucking ridiculous. I, I really don't see, given all of this how you could still advocate for s like smaller government because it's obviously failing these people yeah. it is visible it, it, it is impacting large amounts of people oh i guess small government in this way doesn't work at all hmm. let's try big government yeah <laughs> in a way that works like i know we used to do this right we used to tax the rich so that we actually had a lot of money to like like build infrastructure i know it hasn't been updated in what 40 years is it been longer than that? I don't remember when. The, I can't remember who was like, nah, let's stop doing this. And it, I, I don't think it was Reagan. I know that people did some stuff before that, but the minutiae of that escapes me. But let's try not small government. Let's yeah. try actually fucking helping people. Spreading it around. It's insane. It's absolutely it, insane. And you're telling me that Joe Biden wants to open up another concentration camp and doesn't want to experiment on any of the, the stuff that we actually need. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Joe Biden. But uh, but don't worry, he's he's fighting strong. He's he's put he's put more effort into supporting Nira fucking Tandon than any any of the actual programs that would help people. Like fuck this government. Like I hope we get invaded. I hope someone invades us and brings democracy to this fucking shithole country. It would um. I don't know. Texas needs all the help they can get right now. Yeah, everyone needs um, all the help they can get right now. Like all of it. There's like a pandemic and like Joe Biden wants to send all the teachers back to school, but he's going to listen to the science. He's going to listen to the science. Uh, but also we need to open unsafe schools immediately, like immediately. First, first thing we got to do is open those schools, but the, the schools don't have proper ventilation or any way to make this safe at all. Yeah, we got to open those schools immediately, though. I, I, I do give props because I know California 
took matters into their own hands and recently gave checks out to Californians. I don't remember all the specifications, and it wasn't a lot, but it was, hey, we're just going to go ahead and give you money too. So I give props to them for doing that. I wish more states would step in and do that. But not everyone has the capital California does. Yeah. Uh, another reason why we have a government, uh, <laughs> federal centralized government to help with those things. But um, good good on California for doing that, even during harsh uh Partially being hit by all the things we just mentioned, but also the wildfires. Um, there was something else I was going to say in all that, but I completely forgot. Um, because the world's a nightmare right now. Mm-hmm. Alex, I, I have a goodie here. It's a it's a real treat. We didn't record last week, but if we had, um, I've been holding on to this since last week. Haven't sent it to you, though I have uh, read it and discussed it much. And it's possibly the funniest thing I've ever seen. Um, huh. Alex, I have, I, what I'm gonna, I've been reading something here from President's Day. So it's a little bit in the past, but let's all think back to President's Day. Mm-hmm. It was the day after Valentine's Day, of course. It was a Monday. Um, yeah. Um, I was off work because uh, banker holiday. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> now this was posted in the Universal Orlando uh, Annual Passholder Group which is always a hilarious place. Now, just remember that there's a pandemic going on, and anything involving theme parks is insanely stupid to begin with. But this is a real treat. This is uh, Michael J. uh, Sytak. By the way, he's feeling thankful, and he's got a smiley face emoji here. Uh, Sorry, let me just give a little bit of preamble before we jump into this. Um, Universal Orlando has two theme parks currently. It has uh, um, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. There's also the water park, Volcano Bay, but um, they were there. Um, we're about to break ground on another theme park. Um, Epic Universe is the name of it. Huh. And that's where they're going to have like the Mario stuff, theoretically, and like uh, more Harry Potter shit and like uh, uh, like a Universal Monsters thing. Like a lot of stuff. New th- brand new gigantic more- theme park. More Harry Potter stuff. Interesting. Yeah, another. Okay. Like, I feel like instead of having just a little bit in all parks, why don't we just do something else? Because surely by the time this thing happened, it would be... Surely people are going to be sick of Harry Potter at some point, right? I don't know. I... <laughs> But whatever. But yeah, they were um, the, in our in the city of Orlando had like um, given a bunch of tax breaks and oh god and shit to make this new theme park happen because we're a city that survives on tourism, of course. Uh, now, of course, with the you know the uh, pandemic, um, that that got slowed down despite the fact that they're, Universal is still turning a profit and they got all this fucking money from the city, but they put construction on that on hold. <laughs> Hmm. Which, hmm. But there's a pandemic, so, hmm. Yet they're still making a profit during a pandemic because there's theme parks still open. But whatever. <clears throat> President's Day. Since today is President's Day, can we give a big fist bump to President of Universal Orlando, Bill Davis? <laughs> Ellipses. Thank you for giving us Universal Orlando fans a place to escape and have fun for employing all the awesome TMs that help make the magic ellipses and for keeping Epic Universe in your thoughts for the future because they're doing it they just haven't made any announcements so it's on hold so whatever what's a t- what's a TM um team member oh wow I'm sorry I-, I thought it was some sort of special like ooh is there no. like a whole like sorry that, no, group the, of that's people? the employees they're just employees okay I like to think that us pass holders are a passionate bunch, two dot ellipses, creative bunch, ellipses, three dots, okay, 
and I know myself included, would love the opportunity to help build Epic Universe so that all of us and the world can enjoy the fruits of our labor. And you know, just saying, ellipses, the more hands that build, the more passes you'll sell, because we will all want to come and enjoy the park and show our friends what we all accomplished as a Universal Orlando community, three exclamation points. No. Dude, now, uh, let me. It almost uh, sounds like a cold. Like, like something hold, hold out of on, a hold, cold mantle. We're getting there. Uh, what do you say? Question mark. If you had the opportunity to volunteer your time to learn something new <gasps> and be a UOVP Universal Orlando volunteer pass holder for the day, our days, and partake in the most epic of epic universes, ellipses, our epic universe, ellipses. Will you do it? I would! Two exclamation points. The man that can make all those dreams come true is Bill Davis. Two dot ellipses. And me and my idea, we could help make this dream. Two spaces. This dream a reality. Who's with me? If this happens, ellipses, I want to give the epic UO fist bump. UO, UO, oh, Universal Orlando Passholder 2021 to Bill Davis. And then there's a photo, he has a photo of himself saying, I support Epic Universe, UOVP, and the creation of Universal Orlando Volunteer Pass Holders. Um, there's about 84 comments here in which this further continues. Alex, what are your thoughts on his post? Do you understand what he's saying? <laughs> it sounds like to me he wants to get a large number of people to volunteer their time to help in some way. Yeah, Alex. Uh, like, construct the park? <laughs> spoiler alert. That's exactly what he wants to do. He wants people to volunteer to build a theme park that they will then pay to go to. And this guy doesn't represent the company. This guy doesn't, right? He's just on his own. Just a random Facebook asshole. Let's get together. I need someone, an engineer to volunteer their time. Construction workers to volunteer their time. No, no, no. No, Alex. Um, not necessarily. Just other fa Universal fans. They're just gonna vol. Everyone's just gonna volunteer and with just br hey, bring a hammer and some nails, <laughs> and let's start building the theme well, park. I mean, there are fans out there who are like I would say skilled engineers sure. and, th and those guys uh, can tell the other people workers. what to do. Yeah, because you know I I could not build a, a new uh, Mario roller coaster. You, Alex, you don't think you could build a roller coaster? But not without help. Not without a, another fan, a like-minded fan in this, uh, what was it? Uh, UO? UOVP? So that that alone started to like have a, it started to, as you read it over and over again, make me think that I owe them something. Like that, hey, I should volunteer because I owe them. I know that's not the intended meaning, but it started to it triggered in my mind of like, well, should I go? Because I do, I, I guess I owe them? Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That is insane. Please tell me that Universal Studios got on here and was like, guys, no. Or did they get on here and was like, okay, cool. Or did they just never notice it because um, this is some sort of like random hole in the internet? Well, Alex, um, there's 84 comments here and there's a whole saga. Okay. And okay, okay, okay. I just like to do some more reading. Um, and of course, okay. his immediate response is, and think of all the awesome publicity this would give us too. Us being Universal Studios or this brigade of people or everyone individually. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone's all a winner. Everybody. Yeah. And of like, and I... When I, I was I, I was uh, chatting with uh, um, Tammy and Dan and Claire about this um, previously, and I 
I I misstated it first, like the the agreement of the comments, because I was I was seeing them, um, you know, screenshots in particular, and not necessarily obviously everything. Um, and it and they got the wrong impression that uh, most of the commenters w were pointing out how stupid this was, when in fact that is not the case. Most people <laughs> are fully in favor of this. Overwhelming support. Yes, I think so too. This would be this is a great post you wrote, and two thumbs up for you too. Thank you. I believe in us, and I believe in Universal Orlando. <laughs> Let me know where and how to sign up. Uh, more people. Yay, thanks. Great. Okay, and then he comes back in. All right, here we go. Let's get, get the sweeping music ready. News stations would cover it. Ellipses. A whole UOVP group would be formed. Two dot ellipses. It would be an incredible way for our NBC Universal, and, and it would be a great way for NBC Universal and Comcast to give back, teach skills, offset costs, have fun, and truly make the epic universe come true! Two exclamation points. I volunteer to be the first UOVP. Everything about what he just wrote is. Uh, uh, wow. It's the fantasy of a Madden. It really is. Um, I, I love the offset cost and have fun. Has this guy done any manual labor in his fucking life? I, 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 seriously. Um, um, this person writes in, I, um, uh, Michael, I know you would win that hands down. I, I put in writing, I would put, I would put, put in writing to the corp office or to the marketing space slash sales department. It's just a suggestion. He writes, I sent it over to the UO uh, fan engagement. I have them by email and phone. They know me. <laughs> oh, wow. What other things has this guy not posted but took directly to them? Is he expecting Universal I to help these people learn, like, these sort of advanced engineering skills? And construction work? I, I mean, I know there's I, more to it than that. Once everything gets set up, you have to, like, uh, make all the sets look really well. Or, I guess in the case of some of those rides, make sure the screens are in place to where um, the ride can go past this movie screen to where you can see something and then be pushed through. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, I, he, um, some other people are congratulating, saying what a great creative idea it is. He says, I can't stop my creativeness. The ideas just flow. Do they really, really not? Can you, can, can, can you give me a timeline of how long this takes? Is this a conversation that happens in the span of an afternoon, um, days? This is pretty much all happening over the course of, I think, one a day, day and a half. That makes um, sense. Because that's the kind of flavor you would throw in. Like, guys, guess what? Thank you for telling me I'm creative, but I can't control it. It happens all the time. I would love the chance to help! Exclamation point. This is a great idea. Keep us posted if slash when you hear something. Fist bump emoji. Very cool idea. Eager hands make light work or something like that. I believe a library. I believe a librarian is needed, so I nominate myself. I know books, kids, teens, customer service, and more. That'll be super useful when you're building a fucking roller coaster, Christy. Hey, Christy. Christy, what kind of you check the Dewey? do you have? Christy, um, we're, we're, we're working on building this um, a Mario Kart um, track. Um, could you consult the Dewey Decibel System, please? Hey, Christy, thanks so much for being here. We couldn't have done it without your knowledge of the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> you fucking lunatic. Um, yes, I would do that. Absolutely. Yes, great. I love it. Fist bump. Uh, all kinds of gifts with, with fist bumps. 
Um, Sam, Sam, Samantha Smith writes, Heckin' yeah! Two exclamation points. OMG, yes, a million times. Let's do it! Yes, my sons would do it. We hold Universal Orlando uh, very vet, vet close to our hearts. Good post! You're volunteering your children for for labor. To build a theme park. Yeah, like this is this is going to take a long time. It's unpaid. Like there's no food involved. Are you rich? Like are you going to float your kids during this time? Also, like again, like these theme park passes, like they're not cheap. Like you're already paying them a shit ton of money. Like uh, I don't understand the practicality. Like, there's no way. This goes for yeah. a weekend, and then all of them drop out. Uh, it's insane. Um, be Except right there that with one you. guy. Um, oh, here, um, Jeannie writes in, We don't live in the area, but we'd gladly come down for a week or more to help with this! Exclamation point. What? How? <laughs> we are Universal Orlando annual pass holders, and Universal is our family escape at least twice a year. Our 16-year-old daughter has grown up feeling like Universal is a home away from home. We would absolutely be on board to volunteer to make it better, have a hand in helping build things, and contribute to the future of one of our favorite places. And then our boy Michael writes back, that's what I'm talking about! Three exclamation points. I can see the vision, ellipses. I can see all the volunteers wearing their UOVP logo hard hats. <laughs> Two dot ellipses. And UOVP logo safety yellow or safety orange shirts. I can see the documentary of Epic Universe playing in my head, too, as it premieres on Peacock, exclamation point. It's called We Are Epic, and it chronicles the UOVPs as they learn and help build. What is, is this a pitch at this point? Like, what the fuck? This is the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. It is nuts. Like, and it bothers me that there's just many people. Is there anyone that's like a detractor? Is there anyone saying, what the fuck are you talking about? Not yet. Not Um, yet. In the first few hours, it was just like. Yeah, another person writes back, perfect. Uh, And uh, Michael writes, thank you. That would be the ultimate long game, ellipses. As a way for NBC Universal to help pay for construction, to produce content for Peacock that generates ad revenue. It's a win all around! <laughs> Exclamation point. I want to know what this guy does for a living. Then, like, what he, has this guy's life been? He immediately responds to himself, the multi-million dollar ideas just keep coming! <laughs> <laughs> Where, where is he when you think he does this? I like when he wrote that the multi-million ideas just keep coming. Was he? I, I imagine he wasn't. He was just quietly in the corner of some place. It says how like not saying anything, just typing. He's he's sitting. He's sitting. Um, he's sitting on a very uncomfortable, like the cheapest level IKEA sofa that he's kind of sinking mm-hmm. into uncomfortably while drinking out of a Harry Potter cup. There you go. With a crazy straw. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of people, yeah, count me in. Sounds great. Love it. Heck yes. Absolutely. I'll be there with you. I'm sure some of my other UO friends would be too. I love this. This would be awesome. This would be awesome. Oh, yes. I, could, I would come from Ohio to help out. No, I, you wouldn't. I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> Did someone write that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because there's going to be accidents with this crew trying to <laughs> build this. <laughs> this fucking... This documentary is going to be tragic. Like, it's not going to be as <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. I mean, this is like fucking police academy. Like, Steve Gutenberg is going to be involved. Like, it's... <laughs> Okay, Michael writes back, I just emailed this idea to Universal Orlando corporate CEO Thomas L. Williams and to Alice and to Alice, EVP of marketing, and officially put my name in as the first UOVP. 
I said, if they're equally as excited about this as I am, then let's set up a meeting to discuss, two exclamation points, I want to do this, three exclamation points. Some more people, I'm totally there when you make this happen. How amazing, sign me up. Oh yeah, I wanna be I wanna be with all the cool kids. Of course, I would 100% do this. This is gonna be awesome. Uh, I may not be much help, but my husband is an engineer. He could be. There you go. There's the first actual uh, person that might be qualified to help, maybe. And it's volunteered second hand. Yeah. <laughs> then Sanjay pipes up, heck yes, move over Habitat for Humanity. Wow. <laughs> Excuse me? Move over? How quickly hey, you move? Habitat of Humanity, get the fuck out of here. Ugh, gross. We're building a theme park. I've been building homes for the homeless for years. Hey, Jimmy and I'm Carter. I'm done with that. Jimmy Carter, you piece of shit. You piece of shit, Jimmy Carter. Um, get out of here. We're building a fucking Mario Kart track. <laughs> We're gonna build yet another Harry Potter ride. We're gonna build that other, that one of the other schools they mentioned in the book. So obscure, because what other location could they possibly need? Oh, Alex, um, all the the Fantastic Beasts world. There's no Fantastic Beast world. That takes place in America. That's just like yeah, New York City, and sh I don't think yeah. anything in Chicago. I don't know. Oh, oh, no. no one wants to go to a fake Chicago with wizards. Oh, they want now that to. I say they that, people that. probably do. Favorite. These people would be okay. Um, fi finally, somebody pipes in. Uh, Marina England writes. Not sure if I completely understand the concept. Like pass holders helping to build EU physically, or by helping to throw around ideas. <laughs> I can think of a few ways that people could help with construction, though those opportunities would only be available once construction is nearly finished. Stuff like painting, dealing with plants, etc. I'm unsure <laughs> how much Universal would want to... I'm, I am unsure of how much Universal would want to keep from the public eye, but I bet there are still some possibilities. The thunder clapped and the rain came down on this parade, and that is beautiful. Um, you are so creative. I love this idea. Then Matt comes in. Oh, here comes Matt. Sorry for the cynicism, but as someone who's been in the industry a while, it'd be dangerous to have a bunch of volunteers on site. LOL. Then Matt, of course, has to comment. Matt, I realize this, ellipses, and not everyone understands the concept I'm proposing. I guess people never heard of or understand Habitat for Humanity, or have seen President Jimmy Carter building houses, or any show on HGTV, lol. If it's, if, if it's done in a controlled environment, filmed and produced into content, marketing. I'm uh, sorry, continue the thought? Marketing! Marketing? Um, Matt Was writes, that like a summons? Matt writes <laughs> back, uh, Michael, uh... The most logical time that this would happen is within the last month of the project, which is literally the most stressful, insane time, where people are working 16 hours a day, 7 days a week, pushing to get things open. It's not really an atmosphere to actually do this. <laughs> Ellipses. Also, also would be an insurance liability nightmare. Yes. 4.ellipses. The only way they'd really be able to do what you're proposing is if they mocked up something in a soundstage far away from the actual work being done, which would add to overall costs to the project. Um, Michael writes back, Interesting. And thank you for the realistic <laughs> breakdown, logis logistics of it all, from an insider view. Callie writes, So there, exclamation point, I work in construction too! Um, Gina, I would love to make this happen. There's some Simpsons gifts, 
Um, <laughs> Why? Um, well, it's a Homer Simpson saying, me, me, me. Okay, um, okay, okay. I get it now. As a pass holder, I love this idea. As a contractor, the liability almost made me cry. <laughs> Brought to tears reading this post. Oh, but Michael has a response. That's what waivers and lawyers are for. Wow. Who, who cares if you lose your arm building a theme park ride? We'll ha- you'll sign a waiver and then you'll just lose an arm. Are you joking, or was that an actual response? His actual response was, that's what waivers and lawyers are for. Okay, that's that starts getting into a nefarious, this is not just a pie in the sky, I have a dream. This is, you know what, maybe we need to break a few eggs to get uh, the new Dagonon Alley 2, or uh, <laughs> Mario World, the ride. I mean... Uh... All right, Kelly writes in, bud. I wish it was that easy. People don't have to be in the right to sue you, but they do anyhow. Uh, GL claims payout to avoid attorney fees most of the time. It's incredibly sad that this isn't feasible in today's world, but that's the reality. In today's world, in any world, people- it shouldn't be feasible. Yeah, it, it's it's a sad. Is it is it sad that it isn't feasible? Sad that it isn't feasible in today's world, but that's the reality. I love your idea and willingness to contribute! Exclamation point. Truly wish it could happen more often. <laughs> Will just writes, LMAO. No. <laughs> Finally, I like Will's energy yeah, here. Yeah, I'm with Will. Will. Um. Charles. For-profit corporations cannot have volunteer labor. They must be paid a fair wage. Organizations like organizations like Habitat for Humanity are non-profit are not are not for profit, which would allow this to work. Electronic Arts learned this the hard way when a disgruntled volunteer started a class action lawsuit. One of the game franchises they purchased had volunteer counselors who helped players that had questions or issues. EA ended up having to pay back wages to all their volunteers, equal to the time they had worked. Uh, okay, bring some actual, yeah. like even more, like knowledge here. But in don't helping wor- this. Michael's always there with a response. Hmm, time to do some alternative investigative research for my meeting. Then thanks for my meeting. Meeting for my meeting. Um, Michael then writes, "What about when volunteers are paying the corporation to be there in the form of being a pass holder? All that, all that is up for legal to figure out." I see what you're saying, though. There are gray areas. When I was on the show American Idol, I was never paid. I volunteered to be on the show and basically signed my rights away. American Idol was owned by a large corporation, so I'd say anything is possible. It all depends on how good that legally binding contract is. Whoa. What a twist! Is this a crossover with WandaVision? Is this Mustafalis talking <laughs> to these people? Like, give me your souls to build a theme oh, park. It's so good. Look um, at the timestamps on every one of these posts. Does it does it say the word Mustafalis in some yeah, weird way? Uh, well, or sad- X-Men. Sadly, this is Facebook, so it just says one week ago. Uh, at this point. Um, Charles back. Hard enough. That is where a lawyer would likely get involved. The case I was referencing was for a game called Ultima Online and blah 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 blah. Um, this case was settled and never went to trial. I would so do this! People are still just like, yeah, I love the idea! Uh, Michael writes, what I've been reading and learning about is private corpse and public corpse, two dot ellipses, and who can and cannot have slash accept volunteers. Universal's parent company is public, two dot ellipses. However, I assume that Epic Universe is its own company for the sake of construction and to insulate the parent from, uh, TOTS liability. Two dot ellipses. So while my idea is fun on the front, it may not be legally possible. All of which would have to be discussed <laughs> with lawyers and HR teams. The idea is there. It's better than not having one at all. 
<laughs> well. Um, then, uh, uh, Janet writes, Hey, you just never know what could morph from the concept. I mean, I, I hope I, I, I hope whatever it is yeah. doesn't come have, to fruition. Have been waiting for Epic Universe since the report of it. Hurry! Weird. Um, okay. Update. Okay, sorry. Okay. Five dot ellipses. Update. Four exclamation points. <laughs> My email to Universal CEO was received, and I took a wonderful phone call just now from TM Tom Schroeder. TM, that means team member. Team member, team member Tom Schroeder. Not, not CEO. Not CEO. Not CEO, not CFO. This is a TM, not senior Tom vice president. Schroeder. This is a person <laughs> that they had call him back. Not second vice president. No, this is Tom Schroeder. Not director. Tom Schroeder. Tom Schroeder wasn't mentioned before. <laughs> Wonder why. He thanks for he thanked me for my heartwarming, passionate email, and we chatted about our love of Universal and making memories there. He expressed to me that Universal CEO Tom C- CEO Tom. This is not Tom Schroeder. This is CEO Tom. Loved the email and the passion behind it. In my idea to help them build Epic Universe, two dot ellipses, he thanked me and commented on my love of churros, two dot ellipses. Weird. How did he? That was in the pitch deck? I love churros. First things first, I put a churro on every slide. It's just like a game to find it. Uh, Unfortunately, unfortunately, at this time, uh, at this time, the idea of UOVPs helping build Epic Universe is not feasible. And one day, it, and one time, it will be the right time to start the building of it. However, Mr. Tom, don't say, don't say, Mr. Tom, because you are. By the way, this is a grown ass man. He's like in his forties. Uh, this is a grown ass man saying Mr. Tom like he's talking to a fucking first grade teacher. Don't use titles for adults. You're an adult. It's weird. But don't say Mr. Tom. However, Mr. Tom did thank me for being a passionate pass holder, and he hopes to one day meet me and shake my hand inside Epic Universe when it's all built. So while my idea was a no, it goes to show that Universal does listen to us, they care about us, and they love seeing us enjoy our happy places. Ew, don't like that. None of this is right. They love seeing us enjoy our happy places. <laughs> so, the takeaway from this is to stay passionate, stay excited, and volunteer in our own ways <laughs> to spread the love about Universal. Two exclamation points. All in all, I got the meeting. My voice and idea was heard, and I also got to thank Mr. Tom Schroeder, Mr. Tom Schroeder, for his 25 years of service at Universal. Ooh, who the fuck is this guy? He's nobody. He's the guy they made call. He's the guy that like, hey, uh, we get this weirdo that emails. Would you just call him and like talk to him and tell him to go fuck off? Yes, I'll, I'll do that. Thanks, Tom. By the way, could you give me a coffee? Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I was more questioning the lunatic who wrote this post and then somehow was able to email who he thought was the C- CEO. There's no way he actually emailed the actual CEO. Oh, he definitely emailed the CEO, but it was like the catch-all email. And like his assistant yeah. forwarded down the line. And eventually, Mr. Tom Schroeder had to be the one to respond. Because they probably saw this was like going out of like bananas on a Facebook group. And the fact that the, the original uh, poster... Uh, the OP was able to glean from this conversation. I want to thank the guy who talked to me, Mr. Tom, uh, for his 25 years of service. So did he have like a notepad next to like the, him, like just taking notes about this guy Definitely. during the call? Definitely. 
Uh, actually, we got a couple more posts here. <clears throat> um, after after the shutdown here, um, Dan, I'm sure Dan was probably already in the process of posting this when he wrote his uh, his thing here. But Dan writes, insurance liabilities to cover volunteers would be a massive expense and not feasible for Universal to cover it. General liability, umbrella coverage, workers' compensation, giant expense for untrained volunteers would be ridiculously expensive. <laughs> and then Michael writes back, I'm going to turn off commenting on this. That is amazing that he feels like he has to voice that and not just turn it off. Oh, it's so good. Thanks, guys. Oh. That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. It's that so was, good. Uh, it's so that good. That was amazing. Let me, uh, oh, let me, uh, how did you happen across this again? It was just in uh, Universal. I'm, I'm still in some of those Facebook groups. Um, I'll just share my screen. Maybe that's probably the easiest way to. Does this guy have other posts? Because I'm assuming this is just one in a in a long line of. Oh yeah, are you seeing? This? Oh, so that's the guy. This is the guy. This is our boy. This is our boy Michael. Um, I think I have the shirt that he wear is wearing. Oh, really? You 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 got you, that is a shirt. Oh, yeah. I think you definitely have a Target. Shirt. Uh, maybe I bought it off Amazon. You you and Michael are like two peas in a pod. We are fashion uh, adjacent. Wow. There is something about... At first, I love the retelling. Like, the telling of it is great. And that's great for our listeners, who are only hearing this through audio. Mm -hmm. But, ladies and gentlemen, seeing these GIFs and these uh, emojis... Oh, yeah, they're... Like, sprinkled throughout really does... Oh, it's... um, Yeah. ...bring a level of reality that's sad, but also... um, it's fascinating. It is wild, but yeah, I was just gonna just, just take a little gander through all. Oh, look, here he is in Men in Black. Oh, look, here he is with his Funko, his his Harry Potter Funko character, um, at all of his favorite Universal spots. Um, what? Why the fuck does he have a Funko Pop character he takes around Universal? Dude, I don't is that is that photoshopped into every picture? Yeah, he's photoshopped his favorite okay. Harry Potter Funko Pop into photos. That's fucking weird. I thought he was taking the Funko Pop to there, but <sighs> apparently... And now he's got one with churros? This guy is... F- okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I've seen... I think I'm going to turn off commenting on this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Red. That's, uh... Wow. What about that fuck? Like, I mean... The idea, first of all, that you want to you want to volunteer to build a theme park that you are going to pay to go to. Yeah. Like the top tier pass, like it is like like it's not it's not cheap. Like you are clearly you know, you're paying like well over five hundred dollars like a year for this fucking pass, and you wanna build a theme park. Like it's um it's a crazier idea. It's um it's ridiculous. It's the Universal doesn't need your help. They're getting all the help from uh, the city uh, yeah. to make all that money. I mean, they have the money. They could hire someone tomorrow to do it if it wasn't for you know COVID times. I noticed that no one mentioned. At least you didn't say that they mentioned. I would do it mask free outside just oh. for the hell of it because that goes to the level of insanity that I think everyone would realize. You know, this is this is unhealthy. We, yeah. sh- we should check up on this guy. I. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, yeah. That's so. Yeah. That's uh, that's the saga of the uh, now defunct UOVPs. <laughs> Short-lived. Mm. Um, Rips. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Uh, this is a wonderful episode, full of highs and lows. 
and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, we are experiencing Panther and Wolf times in the background. If you hear that, I apologize, but uh, everyone's excited here. Um, there's ways you can get in contact with the show, ramjackpodcast.com. You can go to our Facebook group if you want to uh, throw out any ideas. Maybe none about volunteering for free for a large corporation to help bring your amusement park dreams to a reality. If anyone wants uh, to volunteer that's... to uh, um, for Ramjack to let us make money off of your labor somehow, I guess, um, shoot us a message. I feel bad. I would feel bad about that, no. but I mean, I, we would hear that we'd take a meeting. We'd have we'll, our friend, we'll, we'll have take our guy, Tim, take the meeting. <laughs> Mr. Tim will take a meeting with you and uh, help handle that, because that's not what we're, we're, we're busy doing other stuff. Uh, there's the YouTube channel. Um, there's lots of ways to get in contact with Ramjack and experience the show with us and you. Also send drawings of your fears. Yes. Um, and we look forward to seeing each and every one of you when we get off our shift of, of building a, a brand new roller coaster. And we'll see you at the Golden Garage. I mean, um, if you look at all the clocks in Ramjack, um, it actually uh, uh, spells out uh, Golden Corral in Semaphore. That's a lot of clocks. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of clocks on this podcast. That's a lot of clocks. Yeah. Guys, if you every time we mentioned a time, listen to every episode, write down all the times, then convert that to semaphore. Then eventually it spells uh, Golden Corral after building a roller coaster. <laughs> it's useless information, um, but it's an Easter egg. Is there another Easter egg perhaps hidden in something like the line mm. notes or the titles perhaps? Um, I mean, mm. who knows? Mm, the like mind take reels. The first, if you take the first letter of every episode title for a few months now, does it spell anything? Have we alluded to this enough times before that I'm pretty sure everyone's aware? I'm just um, saying. It's there. Look for that secret Easter egg and figure out if the clue is useful at all or just a fun diversion for me. <laughs> It's probably one or the other. It's it's one or the other. Could Definitely it be both? More. Probably not. I Most likely know. not. Probably not useful information. The creators are saying not. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> just, I'm it. bored, and uh, what the hell <laughs> am I going to do? Trapped within these walls. What else? Hmm. <laughs> Motherfuckers.